Good evening, Flamely. What they do? It's your girl, Hot D. Johns, a.k.a. Kiwi305954 here. It's another Talk About It Tuesday. So y'all know what to do. Grab your tacos or whatever you're going to be nibbling on and sipping on. Let's get ready to talk about these topics. Baby, we got something hot off the press that we got to talk about. We got your boy Nick Cannon out here affecting pH balances. We got preachers out here cussing each other out and clout chasing and comparing cars. Yeah, we got a lot. We got Kim Burrell out here calling y'all poor and broken ugly because y'all are wearing Chanel shades. Praise the Lord. Yeah, we're going to be talking about the new church and Nick Cannon and his pH balance dilemma. Let's go. Talk about it Tuesdays. I'm ready, y'all. Woo! Get it. Talk about it Tuesdays, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Hot D. Jaws Experience. Is this your first time listening? Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm glad that you're listening to me today. Hopefully, you will enjoy the show. And if you do, even if you don't, just subscribe, share the podcast to any of your friends and family. And just know that you are now officially aflame. You have not been invited to the barbecue, but you have been beaten to the family. That means you are officially flamely. You are a flame because... My name is Hot D. Johnson. You keep me lit. You are my flames. What's going on, baby? I just had to come in, a little, you know, kick the dough in a little bit, give y'all a little quick, quick vibe before we get into these topics tonight. Um, we got them hot, hot, hot coming in here. I'm ready for my little talk about it Tuesday. I got these little subjects that I, I, I got to just discuss with y'all, my people, and see if, you know, maybe I 
I'm wrong. Maybe I'm seeing something wrong. Um, make sure that you're following your girl, Hot D. Johns, on all platforms, Instagram, H-O-T-D-J-O-H-N-S, Twitter on H-O-T-D-J-O-H-N-S, YouTube on H-O-T-D-J-O-H-N-S. I will be uploading a video tomorrow, so stay tuned for that. Facebook, The Hot D. Johns Experience, so it's H-O-T-D-J-O-H-N-S experience on facebook make sure you follow the page we're going to start going live in there the next couple of weeks can't wait um shout out to you Eunice, who's going to be getting us fit mind body and soul shout out to cassius who's going to be building and letting us you know know about ourselves we're going to be learning about ourselves over here on, th- on to be honest thursday so i'm very very excited so Let's get into it, man. Let's just go right into it. Ain't no sense in, in dragging along. Y'all know all my shout-outs. Shout-out to all my flames. Shout-out to my Cali Daddies. Out there, it's about 5.30 right now, so y'all probably in traffic listening to your girl. That's a great thing, because I'm going to try to keep you engaged, entertained, and informed on the one-stop pie, the, the non-stop body rock, the Hot D. John's experience. <laughs> all right. So, y'all heard me. Our topics today are going to be a look. So trigger alert, trigger alert. Some of you are going to like what I got to say. Some of you are not going to like what I say. Um, At the end of the day, y'all already know. I say what I mean, and I'm not going to take it back. I mean, maybe I will, but we'll see. <laughs> but yes, you heard me. Uh, first, uh, let's start out with a, uh, a congratulations. Nick just um, had his eighth child with, I guess, like the 1100 girl. Okay, just had a little boy, little precious boy, Breed um, TSC or Tieti or whatever her name is. She had the baby. She did like a little YouTube video. If y'all want to go and check her out, she followed her whole journey all the way, you know, throughout her um her pregnancy all the way up until her actual home birth that she did no medic you know unmedicated all natural with doulas and a team and all that stuff so if you want to check that out go over there congratulations to you Bree. um take care of yourself get that little snatch bag you know breastfeed is the quickest way um to get that little stomach sucked back in and you know congratulations to you being the umpteenth um baby mama for this um breeding ph balancing um affecting ass niggas Okay, now I know you're wondering why did she call Nick Cannon the pH balance? Um, I, I'm gonna try to be nice, y'all, but it ain't gonna be nice. And I'm, I'm just telling y'all, I'm gonna just put it out one more time. Trigger alert! You may or may not like the words that are coming out of my mouth. This is commentary. I am going to be spitting about Nick Cannon. So, I don't want anybody to say, oh, why you getting on it? Oh, and why you talking about it, baby? Why you saying he a pH balance destroyer? Why you saying he has a pH balance dilemma? Yes, he does. Okay. So, it seems that instead of him, you know, he came out with a little quick little um, message, you know, I love you. You're so strong. You're great. You're brilliant. You're wonderful. You know, thanks for having my child out of way of lock and I would never marry you or anything, but I'll make sure as long as they keep these wilding out, um, these wilding out, uh, episodes coming on, I'll be able to pay that child support and be over there to slap you on your ass every now and then and give you some of that little baby daddy. Um, I should have stayed. I should have known better as that every now and then. Okay. Cause that's what y'all are getting. I don't understand, and according to him, um, the stork will be delivering a couple more times this year. So, I don't know what the hell is going on with Nick, 
but we're going to be talking about it. So instead of him just coming out, congratulated, you know, his baby mom and being very happy about the newest um, edition or whatever. There was a lip service interview that he did. Lip service is the podcast that's hosted by Angela Yee from the Breakfast Club. And they sit around and talk about um, different topics. You know, some of them are a little, you know, off kilter. That's her way, unfiltered type topics, you know, adult shit, sensitive shit, whatever. Now, they're interviewing him and he is discussing women in the bedroom during sex and Nick basically said that 80% of women funk up the bath the bedroom 80% of women are the reason the bed the bedroom is stinking during and after sexual intercourse now he said now 20% of y'all 20% I don't know where y'all at I know I'm definitely 20% that's why shout out Mr. Brown I'm I'm pretty sure he will tell you just like Ply say, uh, it tastes ain't a smell like motherfucking water. So I'm not understanding what Mr. Cannon is discussing about 80% of women. You only know about the women that you fuck, Mr. Cannon. You only know about the women you laid up with, Mr. Cannon. And apparently you digging our holes three, four, five, six hundred at a damn time with no condom on. It is clear and it is obvious. That's no allegedly. That's obvious because you have a two and three and four and five fucking kids in a year. Which means you are fucking all these girls at the same damn time. At the same damn time. So I would think if anything was staking in the damn bedroom, Mr. Nick Cannon, it would be because of that little raggedy damn that rotten off ass penis you got, allegedly, that is going up and in and out of all these damn different women. Some is vegan, some is keto, some is meat, some is some is vegetarian, some is pescatarian, some is noatarian, and all these different PA bounces being switched around, bacteria being transferred. So if you smelling anything in your bedroom, Mr. Cannon, it's obviously because you're carrying damn different discharges from this one to that one to that one to this one and all these women is laying up with your ass I hope they are getting checked for vagal, bacterial vaginosis because no, that's not that's not a, a venereal disease, but it is similar to a yeast infection that a woman would get, but it's just a little bit more because bacterial vaginosis come with, you guessed it, that smell maybe or may not have a discharge may or may not have frequency to urinate. And yes, I can speak like this because I work in the medical field. So yes, I know what the fucking talking about. And for you to get on a platform to say that 80% of women, you know, 80% of the damn women you fuck, Mr. Cannon, I'm not understanding you. You're literally out here having sex with multiple women unprotected, impregnating them. Do you not have the sense of mind to remember sexual education when you were in school? I'm not sure. I know you grew up on, on Nickelodeon and all of that and, and let um Kel's ex-wife tell her, hell, you around here dressing up in their cheerleaders uh, outfits and shit, dancing on beds for niggas when they sleep when they sick and all this. Who are you, Cannon? Who are you? Because you won't approach that. You won't approach Orlando Brown talking about you and Medici and all the stuff that you done did all on, on Nickelodeon and, and this and that, what you did with them young them young boys back in the day when y'all were growing up. Uh, allegedly. 
You want to dress that. You just make a little joke about it. Oh, well, yeah, right. And whatever it do to cheer up my homeboy, that's what I got to do. That's what I'm going to do. That was your response to that. But you're constantly always coming out. How do you not learn to shut your mouth, Mr. Cannon? Your mouth has been getting you in trouble. And it's making me wonder. I thought about it. I said, you know what? Ever since he had the interview, and y'all know the interview I'm talking about, the band forbidden interview, where he made the statement or a misstatement about real Jews versus not real Jews and who's a black Jew and who's the real, who's the Israelite and who didn't know what he was talking about. And professor sitting out there looking at him like, mm, ain't, ain't, ain't co-signing him, ain't amen and in the corner, none of that. And you just going on and on and, and got your hoodie on and you were so black and you were so, you know, powerful queen is your daughter's name because you're so pro-black. But everything that you're procreating with, ever pro everything, none of us melanated. Since y'all love that word. I like this word. Ain't no black queens in your hair. And I'm kind of glad. Jessica White, Serena, Christine Million, thank your lucky stars. Thank you, lucky stars. I know good and damn well you ain't trying to say Mariah around here smelling up a damn bedroom. Mariah looked like she smelled like, like peaches and cream. Roses. Okay? I'm not understanding who the hell you are referring to. Now, some of you may be listening to me and saying, well, why? Why is she so upset? Why is she getting so offended? It's not that I'm offended. Upset, yes, but offended, no. Because that is misinformation. Because at the end of the day, when you are having, and this is going to probably turn into a sexual education class. So listen very well. Maybe you will learn something, Mr. Cannon. And I'm saying, Mr. Cannon, just to try to calm my tongue down so I don't really go so crazy on here that Spotify won't even play it. Because I don't want to spit too many, too much profanity. But it was, it's just so disheartening and, and, and agitating to hear someone say something so damn ignorant. 80% of women funk up the bedroom. Wait, let, me, let me explain something to you, fellas. You hold a lot of power that you refuse to adhere to. Huh? No, it's her. No, oh, it's her. And yes, we are going to be talking about Roe versus Wade on here. We're going to be discussing that. We're going to be discussing that on the whole episode because there are certain things that we need to discuss to the end, and I need to, um, I need to speak with the ladies. And then there's some things that I need to speak to the men about in regards to that. So that's on another plane. However, when it comes to hygiene, and I don't give a fluke if you're if you you circumcised, you're not circumcised. If you're not circumcised, pull that bit back, wash it up good, rinse it good, let it wash that little skin off, pull it back up, pull it back again, wash it again, rinse it off, and pull it back up. You got the cleanest penis ever, and you more than likely will have less disease than a nagas who out there with no turtleneck on in the middle of winter when it's 20 below in Chicago. Okay? That's fat. Look it up. Now, it has nothing to do with circumcised, not circumcised, or anything like that. It simply has to do with this. 
If you are going to be having sexual intercourse with multiple partners, you are to make sure that you are protected, men and women. Men, you are the one that are inserting your penis into the woman. So guess what? When you're dipping in that pond and it gets wet, I don't give a fluke what you go wash it off with. If it's dial, safeguard, zest, whatever the hell soap you decide to use, soap um just for me by men, whatever the hell you use, it does not matter because you've already dipped in the pond, it's already soaked into your pore. Because remember, what comes with ejaculation is a little bit, it's a little pee, it's a little blood, nigga, nigga, what? All mixed together in a nice little concoction. Now, ladies, if you're not eating a lot of kale greens and drinking lots of water and pure, and eating them pineapples, let's say you were sitting up and, and you're, you're from yard and you love your curry chicken and I eat curry chicken every day. When I'm going to eat your something, a big curry chicken, I'm going to test. You understand? So what you put in is what come out. That's why they say when you eat a pineapple or you eat enough fruit. The thing's sweet. Still don't matter. Because if you're having sex with multiple partners and they're ejaculating you, ejaculating you, and then Nick come along and he ejaculating you, that he go over here to, to Terica and Berica and, and Brittany and Litany and Bia and Tia and all of this, and he's sticking his dick in them and y'all all getting pregnant at the same time. How the hell are you to expect the pH balance to stay balanced? Because that is what also affects the smell, Mr. Cannon. We need you to stop affecting the pH balances of women. So they can't be funking and stinking up the bedroom. Women, as long as you are taking care of yourself properly, hygiene, washing properly, using your yoni wash, you know what I'm saying? Properly. There's no reason for a smell. This has been discussed in sexual ed. It's been, hell, this has been discussed on Oprah years ago. There is nothing normal about a smell. I've seen dudes. I've heard dudes. I, I, I know of a dude who got killing mad because a chick came to visit him in prison. I ain't going to say what it is because they're relative. I love you cuz, but I'm going to leave right there. And was mad because when he went to go get him a little quick blah blah, you know, a little quick little finger tap, he got pissed off. Uh-oh. The bitch ain't had no smell. I, ain't getting it. I was trying to have some smell on my fingers so I could smell some pussy when I go back to my cell. Uh, bruh. It don't pose to smell like nothing but pussy. I don't know who came up with the idea that fish and funk equals the smell of vagina. But you're wrong. Okay? I, I, I hate to break it down to you. I don't want to hurt your feelings. It is what it is. Guess what? Newsflash. Something's wrong. If you have sexual intercourse with your mate, your significant other, and there is any type of smell that comes out during or after that experience, I suggest you go to the nearest gynecologist and get the little swap, 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 pap, pap, smear, smear. Just to make sure. Because that could be a yeast infection. It could be bacterial vaginosis, which normally... Normally, it's transmitted because you are having sex with multiple partners. So, I, I don't, before this gets out of hand, before he makes this shit get out of hand, 
I want fellas. Don't be like, yeah, yeah. Y'all going to your Sam? Y'all going to your Kevin Sam? Y'all not like speak on dead. God said, but y'all going to your little Sam? Your Kevin Samuel is Yeah, that's what Kevin said. Them hoes be smelling, pussy be smelling. No, no. I'm gonna need you to stop. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, you got all this. You got you know, had your baby instead of you just being a happy father of eight. You know, eight is enough, Nick. Eight is a damn enough. But I guess it's not because letting you tell it and the stork is going to be making multiple um, drops this year. Like you drop shipping babies. Now back to what I was saying. I believe because of that interview and they snatched everything from you, your own so-called show. I would think that you would be wanting to discuss that. Explain to the people how the hell you sat in a living room, in a bedroom, in in an office and concocted this whole beautiful thing called improv comedy mixed with music and hip hop to bring guests on and, and all. How did you revolutionize snapping? Because that's what that is, snapping. How did you revolutionize that and turn it into wilding out? And your ass was wild and out once they decided, guess what, bruh? This ain't even your show. You just as a producer, you didn't even trademark your own damn show. And snatched it from your ass. Snatched everything from your ass. Well, well, what do I need to do to get it back? Oh, we need you to impregnate nothing but uh, mixed ladies. Not even mixed. Let them be Spanish. Let them be exotic. All exoticals on board. Do not place that money into a black family. Do not do generational wealth with anyone black. That's what it looks like. You don't wear your turban no more. What happened? I, I didn't know you were Indian. If you were turned into Arab, you was. I didn't know what the hell you was trying to do with the turban. But okay, so you don't wear the turban no more. You ain't you ain't Mr. Poe Beck. You got all of the different like nice little sprinkle people that's out on the show. That I've noticed. Shout out to you, uh, MC Kosher. Y'all feel me and all of this. Yes. So on top of all that, now you have to come and attack women about smells in bedrooms. How does it smell when you when you was in bedroom with Kel? Allegedly. How, how does that smell? How does that come out? I want to know. It's like educate yourself. Before you make statements like that. Please educate yourself. And in the meantime. Before I get on to my next topic. In the meantime. Back at the ranch. While you are. You know this little interview comes out. of you saying this and that. About the smell in the bedroom. You got a young lady who's out here. And let's pray for her name Gina. She was a young lady that was modeling on Instagram. She was a little slider for you. Chris Brown. And probably a, a, a hundred thousand other celebs. That be sliding these little girls DMs. And be meeting around the corner up the street. Down the block at the courtyard Marriott. She just found out that she's positive and not an attitude and put out a video showing where she couldn't walk. She didn't know what was going on. She lost 70 pounds. She was trying to figure out what's going on. She said she kept going to the doctor. They couldn't figure out what was wrong. Finally, she got tested and she was like, and they told her, thank God that you did finally get tested and started the medication regimen because if you didn't, you would have died. So let's send a prayer out for that young lady. Unfortunately, you know, it's being so glamorized to be a thought and to be on. And this is no, this is not to downplay this young lady or anything. I don't know her life. I don't know her. We only know 
you know, her from being on, on um, Instagram and being, you know, linked to Nick as well as to Chris. Now, I know Nick got lupus, but we need to make sure because you so, you know, hippie happy with your little pee without a raincoat in the thunderstorm. You better make sure that you didn't dip into that pond. I don't think you I don't think so. You've had all these kids. I don't think these women would have been having babies with you without have, knowing the information and, and getting that taken care of. Chris, I don't know what's going on with Chris Brown. His face all sunk in, but you know they've been saying for years that he's strung out, allegedly. So let's just pray that they have a common sense to use some type of protection. And let's pray for this young lady that once she gets herself situated, that from now on she will. Because y'all know the medication's out there. You can take it, get your numbers right, and you won't be able to transfer it and all of this kind of stuff. Look, it's getting real, real, realer out here. Fellas, ladies, because this the, the because bottom line, it lays on all of us, the women and the men, the responsibility. It's on all of us to do the right thing, protect yourself. Period. Get tested, because you don't know. It's unfortunate but true. A man can say, oh, you're my girlfriend. Yo, I don't want nobody else. I don't want nobody else. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, you hearing some girl calling you talking about, oh, I'm pregnant. He's going to take care of this baby. Uh. You're like, how the hell? You, me and you been together for 10 years, and this girl's calling saying she's pregnant. But not, But this is the guy that, you know, I'm not speaking with nobody else. Same thing with females. Babe, you the only one. You the only one. You the only one. She going to step around the corner. Somebody, you know, done had a little couple of drinks or whatever. Y'all done had a little situation. Now, all of a sudden, she like, you know what? That's all right. And she started talking to a little dude. And he, you know, she get all into him. And now she get him some. And guess what? He's dropping a package off. And it ain't even Christmas. You did? Damn. It is 2022. It is time to be responsible and aware. Know your status. Damn, we've been stopped saying know your status since freaking what, the 80s and 90s? Like, I don't know. When I was a little girl, I remember them saying know your status, know your status. That was as a little girl. I'm a grown-ass woman now. Know your status. And learn to keep your shit to yourself. If you know you want to have multiple partners, men, put a freaking condom on. It's not about getting nobody pregnant. It's about getting a disease and dying. Wrap it up. What the fluff is the problem? No, it ain't about no. Oh, well, I pull out, so I pull out, and she don't come on me. Nigga, she already wet it coming on your ass when you put it in. You already got pre-cum coming out your shit before you put it in. So what is, do we need to have a sex education class? So, Nick, I would suggest you keep getting your test done and make sure that, you know, you was not in the line Around that time that she got, you know what? And you too, Chris. And this should be a cautionary tale to all of you celebs. Stop sliding these young girls DMs so y'all trying to get somebody quick, a quick them up, hit them up, quit them up. Young ladies, stop posting your ass and your titties and your coochie all on Instagram. Be an Instagram thought because you're going to get what you asked for. A fucking a duck. 
I'm a fuck it and I'm a duck. Duck you up. You already had one that was sitting, oh, oh, he, he oh, Chris, Chris tried to raise me, Chris this and that. Then you see, he, all Chris did was just release text messages. Oh, why you not answering me? Oh, you know, I want to see you again. Oh, I thought we were going to see you again. Okay, but you had not came out with a whole story about the man had not tried to take your stuff. Chris was like, send, post, screenshot, the end. I ain't even hollering at this girl. That was a one, one him up, hit him up, quit him up. Your pussy do the same thing another pussy do. It pop, it drop, it lock. Period. A man stays where he wants to be. You can pop it on a handstand. He might come out and let you pop it on a handstand, but he might have one that probably can't hardly stand at home, but he love her to death. He do anything for her, and if Miss Pop it on the handstand come and try to mess that up, he gonna pop your ass. Don't mess up my home. Y'all saw Ray. I told you I got a family. I ain't leaving my family. And she was like, nigga, between you staying here every night with, with me and on the road, shit, you been lost your family, bruh. But you can't tell them that. So, cautionary tale. Her name is Gina. Y'all can see it. Um, she put up her little video on YouTube to explain what was going on and to just say out to everybody, make sure that you stay on top of being tested. Y'all see homegirl gone, the one with the little big, wide lips, the nasty looking one that even Snoop was with. I can't think of her name. Celine. Like y'all saw that. Y'all see what these girls. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. So that's it. I don't, don't want to talk about it. I'm, I'm done with candy. But yes. Please understand, Mr. Cannon, if them coochies that you were popping was stinking, it's because of that dick that you was dropping and locking all up in them different damn coochies and bringing it back there with all and throwing her pH balance off. Cover your shit up and stop fucking up people's pH balance. And why you want to talk about what's, stink, what's 80% and 20% don't stink up the room and all this. You sound ridiculous and like a straight idiot. Okay. Let's move it on along. I wanted to... um touch on something really quick with Rolling Loud that I didn't touch on last night. Just a little quick little tidbit before we get into uh, the new church. Okay. Um, Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane. I, I meant to mention about his um, his performance and how he checked the DJ. Uh, he was up there. He was going through his little classic hits and then he was like, yo man, the crowd ain't hype. I told y'all the crowd was kind of a little off. Um, he's like the crowd. I, mean, I know what I'm doing. I'm bringing these dudes out. That's gonna help hype y'all up. And then he was like, "Drop that DJ!" And the DJ dropped the wrong song. He turned around, and said, "Hey man, what the hell you doing? You want me dropping? I get the bag." Damn, what you doing? And then DJ was, did a little scratch and dropped the song. And then you see Quavo and Takeoff come out, but it seemed like it was weird. Like they like they missed their cue because DJ messed up. But they came out. And then they rapping or whatever. They walking by Goosh. They go down the little runway. I told y'all about it. go down the runway. And they, they doing their little thing or whatever. And then it looks like, you know, I don't know if Gucci got agitated. What was going on? But then he came out on the little runway. They were, they were rapping. He started rapping the next song. Quavo at like he was just happy to be here. And he kept going on and on. Takeoff was walking around. They were just standing out there. It was very awkward and weird. And when they got ready to start the next song, the next thing you know, they all, Gucci just like, like he just say F it. And he just walked toward DJ and walked off the stage. So I just wanted to put that little bit out there. Um, I want to do a little more research into that. Maybe it was something because like I told y'all, the sound engineers are garbage. Uh, they're, they're horrible. They shouldn't have even got paid. 
And um, yeah, so I just wanted to touch on that. That was just very interesting. I, I was like, it was a, a lot of little things here and there sprinkled out of that that little thing that was going on. But okay, that was our little break uh, after Nick. I had to comment on down because woo, that that really just irked me. Let's move on to the church. What is going on? What is going on? You got Miss Kimberell out here. And those of you who don't know her, I don't blame you. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Miss Burrell is um, supposed to be the greatest singer. And she's a voice coach to a lot of your favorite um, R&B singers. She ain't no Betty Wright. Betty Wright was the epitome of a voice coach. Everybody from Gloria Estefan, Beyonce, anybody you can name had to walk through the... She was even on the show with Diddy. When Diddy did his show, he brought her in as a vocal coach. So, hands down, we love you. Our, our Miami Angel homegirl, we love you. Uh, Betty Wright, okay? But yeah, Kimberell, she's a, a gospel singer. I haven't heard her bring nothing out in years. I think she was uh, Whitney Houston's favorite gospel singer. She used to call Kimberell her godmom. In any event, there's been a couple of things that's, that's happened in the last couple of weeks that has kind of irked me. Um, she made, and then she made a statement while she was standing up on the stage and she was talking about, you know, if you're in trailer homes or, you know, it ain't my fault. You know, people get upset when you say things, but you know, if it ain't, you know, if you pour and you ugly, you just pour and you ugly. Um, the, it's the gall for me. It's the cojones for me. It's the hypocrisy for me. It's the shallowness for me. This is not the first time, second time, third time. I think she checked somebody one time because they didn't have on Chanel and this and that. It's the materialism for me. Hell, we know who Joel Osteen is. I think he worth $100 million, but you don't hear him up there talking about y'all poor. He be like, you can do it. Go and get it. God for you. You got to have the faith of Job. Do it. Reach it. But when that storm came, he said, you can't stay here in my church. When they robbed him from the inside and stole $600,000, who the hell keeps $600,000? This ain't the queen this ain't all the Queen's men where you in a strip club. Shout out to you, Eva. Where you keeping all the money in the club. This is church. And how the hell you got $600,000 in the church to steal? What are you doing for the people? Kimberell, what are you doing to uplift the people? Are you a comedian? Or are you a, 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 a woman of God that's supposed to be preaching and speaking to the people, speaking to the good and bringing them up? Who the who are no I'm saying who the hell are you? A little demon disguised as Chanel? We're getting tired of you. Why do y'all keep hiring this lady to speak at church events? Why look when she was on Sunday's best. The guy up there, the guy was up there um doing his audition. She literally sitting up there laughing and joking and picking on the man while she talking to I think BB was on that, that season and um uh, what's her name for Mary Mary was, was the, one of the judges. And she's literally up there mocking him, talking about him, picking on him. Oh, oh, he done? Oh, okay. <laughs> Next. That type of crap. Like, who are you? This is this is getting to be too much. And I'm getting tired of you always. Honey, let me tell you something. The same, the same God that gives, the same God that taketh. 
God does not look kindly on those who look down on others when they have more. The last should be first and the first should be last, Sister Burrell. Sister Burrell, the first should be last and the last should be first. Look out, Sister Burrell, you soon won't be having no Chanel. No Dolce & Gabbana. Your big pretty house. I stopped going to a church one time because the pastor wife got up there and she started talking about, oh, y'all don't pray all of me. You pray all of me. You have diamonds. I asked God for diamonds. He gave me diamonds. I told him, I say, God, I want a house. And we got a big six bedroom, eight bathroom house that we just got through building. Hallelujah. And I'm looking around the church at her constituents and I'm trying to figure out if you got that, what's going on with your members? You got a rose. Daddy got the, the, the Benz, the Bentley truck. What about your parishioners? And I called that church when I had an accident and was working. It was like, hey, you know, I pay my, I'm a tie paying member. I wanted to make sure that, um, I could, um, if I could come up there before I came up there because I'm having some situ- I'm having difficulty paying a couple of bills. I was in an accident. I've had to miss out on work. And this man said, oh, hold on, baby. Hold on, hold on. You calling us for money? Oh, no, baby. We don't get away. We don't, we don't do that. We don't get money. But what I will do is I can get you to dump the 211 number. You ever heard of them? I said, yes, sir. And they are the ones who told me to call my church. He said, oh, well, uh, I don't know what to tell you, baby, because we don't do that. Now, we do have a food pantry here. Uh, I don't know if you, you, you went and found some food stuff or you need some food to feed your kids. I said, sir, I have plenty of food. I said, I don't need food. I just needed to help to pay a light bill. And they told me that the funding was out. And, and this was a while ago. This was years ago. My kids are small. And. This man said, well, I can't help you with that, baby girl. We don't, we don't do that. But you know, uh, you know, I pray for you and I hope everything works out. Yes. The church. Okay. You got TD Jakes out here talking about, oh, women can't keep a man because they're being raised to be men. They're being raised to act like so strong till they don't need it. They act so much like a man. They can't keep a man. They can't get a man or keep a man. Mr. Jakes, did your daughter just get arrested for fraud or some shit like that? Uh, TV Jakes. I've been calling you TV Jakes for the longest since you sued that rapper for using a piece of your sermon at the beginning of his song. I would think that you would be honored that it is incorporated into an uh, inspirational hip-hop song. It wasn't a song that he had a bunch of cursing or, or anything like that in it. It was an inspirational sermon, and he used a piece, like one sentence of your, your sermon or something to that effect. You automatically... you. Got on, got with your lawyers and did a cease and desist and, and you didn't get asked and you got to pay you and all it. Really? Really? I don't understand it. And then, to top it all off, you got Bishop Lamar, Lamar, who literally gets robbed of $500,000 worth of jury. On his life while he's preaching a sermon. Where has the church gone? Let's talk about it. There is no more church. They said it. 
you heard your great grandma said, your grandma said, your mom said it. It said eventually. I remember my my um my ex husband used to say, um, churches because he's from Jamaica. He used to say, in the last day, church is gonna turn into dance hall. I see it now. And then all the pastors saying, oh, well, you got to come hard. Oh, we got to floss like that because we that's the only way we can get this generation of... of pr- no, that's not how you get them. That's called compromise. And once you compromise, you have lost the effect of the church. The whole point of the church is to say, you, I don't, I'm not, you see what I'm doing? You see how I'm living? And I don't have to do those things out there in the streets. Come in here, roll with God, and you'll have everything you desire. It did not say, oh, well, you got to be in there twerking, twerking for the Lord. You got to be dropping it high for the Lord. You got to be popping it for the Lord. You got to be slapping that for the Lord. That's not what it says. But I want to get into a little audio of this guy because now it's coming out that three months ago he was investigated by the FBI. And let me say this before I get into the little quick audio and we wrap this up for the night. I want to say this. A lot of people get upset when black people say oh what he doing a preacher why he got $500,000 worth of jewelry a preacher why he driving a Bentley a preacher why he driving a Rolls Royce a preacher I'm like what Yes, the only reason people get upset for that is yes, the pope got a, probably a 10 million dollar ring on his finger right now those cold, those gold cups that they drink out of at communion, how much y'all think those cost? Joe Osteen probably the suit in his shoes alone. You don't see him with no jewelry, but I guarantee you the suit in the shoes alone that he's wearing is every bit of 10 to 20K. Or damn near. So, is it the point that us as black people don't like to see the pastor have so much wealth or is it because he has so much wealth but his parishioners are suffering because a lot of times Creflo Dollar all of these um, prosperity pastors a lot of times they turn the people off it's not that no one's happy for you it's not nobody think you should have anything you're supposed to feed the shepherd and he feed the sheep but the thing that's happening is the shepherd is eating and saying let them eat cake And that's where the problem comes in at. And when the people realize that, they're like, whoa, 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 pastor. Why is it I got to eat cake, but you up there eating steak? Jesus came and took three fish and and turned and, and, and fed a multitude. Turned the water into wine at the wedding reception. But at the same time, when the church was doing the building fund and doing the dinner sales and selling cake at the end of Sundays, y'all didn't appreciate that either. So which is it? Me personally, I think it's utterly disgusting. If you got that much on and you got parishioners that's out there that's paying their tithes and their offerings and they are barely making ends meet, what are you doing for the community? Now, that being said, there are also whispers that Bishop Lamar is very respected in New York, in the in the in the borough, in the hoods, in the street. He's very respected. Supposedly, he does great work, but he's also been accused of stealing by other people. He's been accused of being a little zesty, of of, of straddling that fence. And y'all know a lot of that's going on in the church. You don't know who's who. 
Okay? And the more money and the more prestige they get, you know, the power. What did it say? That's the, the, the biggest thing that you could ever do is have a man that's like that. That's power. Have a heterosexual man sucking dick. That's power. I really, that's, no, that's our power. That's a demon. That's a demon. But that being said, Larry Reed, who you don't know him, he's supposed to be a pastor, but he do so much cussing and he talk about how he was lesson and how he used to be gay and all this kind of that. But he do so much cussing and dragging and roasting and toasting. I don't know what, where you preach at or, or whatever. And you can't say nothing about Larry Reed because baby, they will come for you just like they did with Bishop, um, with Thomas Weeks. And he was up there in Georgia busting out all them little boys. Ruining their lives. But the church said, you ain't going to come for our pastor. Didn't they say follow the word and not the man? He said that to deliver the word, you go and you, you read it for and get your own interpretation. And you live by that, not by the man. I'm just asking. But in any event, they got into a heated debate, a heated argument because he felt like he wasn't getting the support from the pastoral community that they were picking on him because he got robbed. He didn't think that was right. So let me see if I can pull this audio up and let's hear a little bit of the live when they went on the live. Let me pull it up now. Discussion about you don't have to be angry. I'm not angry. I'm not. I'm not angry at all. But at the end of the day, when I'm looking, my team sends me your live, Larry. I never disrespected you, brother. I treated you. I treated you with nothing but respect and integrity. So, and I just want to tell y'all something on this live. You see, Larry. Larry is looking like sweet cakes back in the seventies, trying to be, um. Isaac Hayes, he got a little light, the hoodie on, he looking, you know, like you don't have to take your clothes off to have a good time face, like he is very, 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 but let's, let's continue. So please inform me, please inform me. Number one, it's opinion, you're viral. My job is to talk about what is viral. I did you a favor. No, I don't need no favors from you, like, but my question to you You, is, you you do you Larry, talk, excuse me, you do. ma'am. I don't even know you, ma'am. All right, you need to stay out of this one. I don't even know. All right, I don't even know you. You, 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 you're trying to include yourself into this. You need to go and get some weight loss if you want to get. If you want, if you want, if you want to get served, yes, yeah, sir. If you want to see and laugh about what happened in my church when we got armed robbed, you're fat. That's what you are. You're a fat slob. I don't know you. All right. We can okay. really, okay. we can really get like okay. this, right? You're not so gonna laugh at the okay. situation so you, where a gun was pointed at my room, where a gun was pointed at. I, I listen to it. I listen to it. All right. No, I listen no. to it. I listen to it. So I don't even I know you. No point. I don't know you. I don't know. Don't give me no props and laugh at me at the same time. Don't give me no props and laugh at me at the same time. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go there. Let's go there, Biggie. Let's go there, Biggie. Let's go there, Biggie. You're a liar. You're I'm a liar? Let's go. How? How am I lying? Biggie. Biggie Big. Not Biggie Smalls, but you're Biggie Big. You are quote unquote. All right. Bishop in the Lord's church. That's right. You have uh-huh. to uh-huh. on your timeline before. Uh-huh. And if you say you haven't, you're a liar. I don't know you. I don't know you. I do not know you. I do not know you. But at the end of the day, when you come here and try to talk about me and I don't. 
I don't know you at all. And at the end of you laughing at me. I don't even know you. And then laughing. Let's move it up some. We had a conversation. And my position was that I preached the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I'm not, if, 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 if homosexuality is an abomination. Oh, you're you're mean. You're mean. I'm, what do you say about mean? How am I mean? You're I'm mean. not mean. You're mean. Hold on. You're mean. You're mean. Because at the end of the day, y'all sitting here laughing at something that four gunmen could have took my family life, and y'all sitting here making a mockery of it, all right? We are not. Big blip right here want to sit here and talk about women, all right? And you want to sit here, and you want to sit here and validate homosexuality because you just admitted that you're a faggot, all right? That's all day. I didn't I tell y'all. <laughs> didn't tell yeah, everybody. That's you said that's what you said. That's what I said. That's what I said. Everybody knows the spirit that you operate. No, 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 no. Everybody understands the response. Everybody knows the understands the response. All right. Welcome to the new church. Anyone? Anyone? Pass the plate. Donations. Donations. These were two, and rightfully, if I was bishop, I would be upset too. 
this was a real robbery by gunpoint. He is telling facts. He actually could have gotten killed. His family could have gotten killed. His members could have gotten killed because they could have decided, okay, we got whatever we came to get. Now we just spray up everybody. However, Larry, believe it or not, has a point. When he did discuss it on his channel, I didn't watch it. I'm not a I don't I'm not a Larry Reed channel member or whatever. But when he did upload it, it did go viral and CNN did pick it up. But this is the thing that I want to address. Why is it that when they put it in all of the publications, the first word it didn't say it, Bishop, Reverend, Pastor gets robbed, you know, um, in front of his parishioners live on the stream. It said flashy pastor. Rich, uh, no, flashy bishop. I think another title said, um, uh, Rose driving bishop or something like that. Why are those adjectives being placed on the bishop? Why could you not say a long standing bishop in the community was robbed by gunpoint on his life? Da, da, da. Why does it have to begin with flashy, Rose driving? Why those adjectives? When y'all discuss everything about a Joel Osteen and the Swagger family, any of them, y'all never started off with those rich, those, you never started off with that. So why did he have to be addressed as such? Why was the first thing that you would print in a newspaper article say flashy bishop gets robbed? So that's just leading people. So what are you basically trying to do? You're basically trying to lead the public to say, oh, he was flashy. That's why they robbed him. Is that what you would get from that? Because that's what I get from it. Now, what my problem is, is this is not the sound of two pastors having a conversation about what happened. I didn't feel that you handled it correctly. I feel that you you made a mockery of me and my family. This was, you know, very disheartening, was hurtful to see that you would be on your platform laughing at the fact that I could have died in my that's how that conversation should go. Not, oh, you a faggot. Oh, and the, and the girl, oh, you miss, you ain't big and small. You big and big and all of this. And I heard some guy say that he knows him. And he actually, I think uh, Pierre, the comedian, say he actually at one point was going to be a comedian at one point. Um, I don't know that to be true. I don't know anything about that. All I know is when he started slewing, just started shrewing and, and throwing the insults. And just getting down and dirty, them down and dirty, nasty, nasty name. That would be something like us would do. Like I hear, we come to you to help guide us so we can get it out of our spirit. And we come to you and you go, you bought that life. You say he ain't bought that life. Like what pastor says that? So I just want to say, you know, I feel sorry for Bishop Lamar. I hope everyone is well. I hope they find out who did it. You can't even go to church no more. You already had the boy Dylan up there in, in North Carolina killing all of those people in the church who were praying and welcoming into their church. Now you got people breaking in on live stream, robbing a man because you know he got jury in there. You know he drives us. He got to have money in there. The church? I know it's on, on amongst these. So you do know you rob, you will be robbed. You do you know if you rob the shepherd, God's going to make sure that you get your sheep's worth. You do know that, right? This is utterly disgusting. I don't give a who, what he drives, how much jury he got, how much money you think he takes up in collection. I don't care for you to go into a church. Damn, does anybody have any type of cooth anymore? 
I want y'all to think about that. So you get ready to go to church Sunday. Now you, everybody got to get pat down. You probably need meditators. I know when I went was going to church before the um, pandemic, they used to lock the doors during the the um, collect. They had started locking the doors and had literally security guards standing there while we did collection, so they could collect the money and then take the money and then go take it to the back or whatever. Is this where we at now? Is this what we've come to? Think about it. Talk about it with your pastor. Are you safe when you go to church? Think about it. Talk about it. Is this the future? Are we no longer going to be able to go in and praise God into a brick and mortar? Are we going to literally have to stay in our homes and, and do video and FaceTime praise? Think about it. Talk about it. And if you are ordained to be a pastor, where does that, I know you're human, but you're ordained to be a pastor. What happened to having pastoral guidelines, pastoral attitude, cooth, grace, reverence? Because just putting the name bishop in front of your name don't mean you're a bishop. Because you're going to be up to some big shit. Putting pastor in front of your name. Pass on by. I got things to do. That don't make you a pastor. Reverend with no reverence. That don't make you a rev. So before you go and say that you are of the man of the cloth, make sure that all of that is out of you. Pray when it is trying to get into you. All the clout chasing and the money counting and all of this. You may as well be out here on the streets with the thugs then. Because they can't even come to you and be like, damn, Rev, I'm trying to do better. I want a better life. How, how can I do this? They have no one to go to if this is what we're looking at. If this is who is representing pastoral, it's over. They say when three or more gather together, God is there. Start to have a church back at the house. Get your grandma, get your great grandma to lead devotion. Say your prayer there. Read your Bible. Get the scripture. This is scripture for the week. Kudos. Because that's where we at right now. The new church. Y'all ready? Talk about it. Think about it and talk about it with your family. And that concludes our episode for tonight, y'all. Um, this has been Talk About It Tuesday, the Hot D. Johns experience. Make sure that you're following your girl Hot D. Johns on all platforms, Twitter, Instagram, H-O-T-D-J-O-H-N-S, on YouTube, H-O-T-D-J-O-H-N-S. And um, like I always say before I end every episode, keep God first. Make sure you handle your business so your business don't handle you. This is your girl, Hot D. Johns. It's been a Hot D. Johns experience. And I love experiencing with you. Take us out, Pettier.
trust you. I'm gonna I was high when I met her. We was down to try Becca. She get her the 